Professor of Alfred and the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, as he is most weeks, is Dane Perry. After an ennui-shortened appearance two weeks ago, that combined with the hiatus of Fangraphs Audio last week, this episode of the podcast represents Mr. Perry's first substantial contribution to our program in some time. And what follows, we actually join Dane Perry mid-workout. In fact, Dane conducts approximately the first 15 or 20 minutes of the episode from his treadmill in Chicago, Illinois, during which interval we talk about the impending opening day game between the Marlins and the Cardinals, the Marlins' new ballpark, and are treated to some spurious comments about Florida, courtesy Dane himself. From there, our conversation becomes no more substantive. Topics covered, an erotic novel about baseball, upon which Dane accidentally stumbled, a SoftBank Hawks commercial, including a dog for which Dane has some affection, and a not-that-brief conversation about core strengthening. It's not something to be proud of, uh, but it is Fangraphs Audio, and it begins right now. I'm doing well. It sounds like you are breathing heavily. I'm getting in a little uh, young man's American vigorous treadmill as we speak. Where have we uh, found you in your? How does that sound? Where have we found you in your workout? Uh, I am 24 minutes in uh, to an interval workout. I'll be going uh, oh, close to 40 minutes. So we're gonna do. How's that sound? We're gonna. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's fine with me if it works for you, Dane. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm about 90 seconds away from a uh, five-minute sprint. Okay. Which, uh, you know, things get really good downhill at that point. Um. Yeah. In fact, because it sounds like you're laboring pretty hard right now. Well, I'm at level two, and I'm about to hit level three. And wh- how many miles per hour are we going? Uh, we will be going 6.2 on an 8 incline. Ooh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is, so uh, this, uh... You know, I'm looking forward to seeing how holding the phone affects things. Probably not for the better, Dane. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> this, uh, yeah. This may not happen, who knows. All right, well, let's... You know what? This is, these are the sacrifices a young man in America has to make. To keep a, uh... To keep a body like yours. Strong body, strong mind, strong spirit. That's right. As I'm often heard saying. You, you've, been, you've been quoted as saying that. Yeah, yeah, I have. In a number of uh, leading men's magazines. All right. Yeah, T-minus 15 seconds. This is not going to go well. No, it's probably not. Yeah, okay. What? You're going to hear a... Uh, you might hear some moans again. What, uh, just a, just curious. Is Here you, we go. All right. Is there a history of heart failure in your family, Dane? Yeah, I've actually been clinically dead a couple of times. Dead on the table, as they say. Now, yeah. uh, just to narrate what's going on here, it appears as though there is a, a slightly higher-pitched whinnying in the background there, so that leads me to believe that Dane yeah. has increased, has increased, uh, uh, his speed, if not also his incline. Yes, that's correct. So far, not so bad. Whew, tell you what, America. 
just keep thinking about America. Get me through it. All right. You know? Yeah. 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 Woo, America. Baseball. Yeah. What you got, man? Let's talk. I'm ready to talk. Well, um... Vigorous. I think that uh, you've changed the game a little bit, Dane, with with the introduction, but that's... I would say that's... um, That game-changing is, for you, the norm. Yeah, that's right. You never know what to expect from me. I'm running. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hold the phone. Yeah. All right. Um, So, Dane, excited about opening day or or, uh, such as it may be this evening? I am, yeah. Little Cardinals Marlins. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The Clevelander nightclub out in the outfield. Yeah, I, right. In fact, I saw that uh, I was doing a little research before before I uh, was talking with you here about the not only, about the design of the uh, the Marlins new stadium. Oh, I love this country. The uh, the design of the new stadium, uh, uh-huh. which uh, you know apparently is uh, is nice, is modern, is certainly an improvement over Sun Life Stadium. I agree with that. Uh, I saw a mention of the Clevelander nightclub or, or uh, whatever this is out there. And I'm, I'm curious, what is Clevelander a reference to? Do you, do you have any concept about that? It doesn't sound particularly elegant, you know? Cleveland, right? Yeah, Cleveland, right. That's curious. Uh, that might be a thing to research, I guess. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. You know, it's a, uh, <clears throat> given my breadth of knowledge about South Beach hotspots, I uh, know that it's a uh, rather posh hotel and club in Miami. Oh, that's true. So, they, so this is a perhaps a reference to that. Yes, and okay. they have now opened a satellite venue at Marlins Park, which includes, I am told, a DJ, professional dancers, and body painting. <laughs> not in I'm that not order necessarily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I assume you hit the uh, hit the painting first. You know? Right. Yeah. Now It'll look right. Um, you, Dane. Woo! 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 Yeah, go ahead. I know. Um, I know you're you're a gentleman who who possesses no shortage of of uh, body hair. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I'm a bear man. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm doing decent in that department. I'm curious. What What do you think? How does body painting work uh, for someone who is a, a, a man's man? It's sort of like uh, painting like a, uh, a dirty porch, you know. Without applying a, uh, without cleaning without or cleaning, it. cleaning or priming. I should wash it beforehand. Whew. Yeah, that's what I would liken it to. Okay. My God, you should have seen Alex Remington with his shirt off. It was like, you know, it's like the face of the werewolf. It was amazing. Yeah. Now, also with regard to the to this, that's what's uh, getting me through this right now. Just thinking of thinking of Alex Remington. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. What you got? Are there any countries that uh, whose names you'd like to shout out loud right now? Ah, uh, America! I love this country. Get me through this, America. Ben Franklin, Patrick Henry, Nathan Hale. Bring me, lift me up. All right. Woo! Yeah. Baseball, let's go. Let's talk. I got a lot to say. Um, now, obviously, um, 
with regard to Marlins Park, the the home run structure yep. has received a great deal of attention. Yeah, yeah, it has. Um, I'm not sure. sure. Um, uh, and, and a lot of it, I would say, uh, certainly on the internet, has been of a, uh, a negative variety. Yeah, I don't really get that. Looks awesome to me. What do you like about it, Dane? I'm going to tell you in about five seconds. Okay. Back down to level two. Whew. Oh, level two sucks. Really sucks right now. After doing level three. Oh. Okay. What'd you ask me? The um, you you don't necessarily have the same feelings about the the Marlins home run celebration structure that uh, yeah other pro- prognosticators and uh, various internet voices have. You know, I would say uh, I don't know. Come on, look at the thing. The Dolphins. And now Isaac Ian's talking about how. He wants to hit so many home runs that, you know, the dolphin drowns from doing his dives. I don't know if dolphins can drown, per se, but uh, he's going to try, you know. Do you think that that, that structure is essentially um, is, is a pretty representative distillation of what Miami seems like to everyone else in the country? <laughs> I've been to Miami once, and I thought it was just awful. Uh, so I'd say the... Uh, Home run structure is orders of magnitude better than Miami. Yeah, it is the best thing about Miami. I have no doubt. Where in Miami did you go? The airport, and then uh, to a hotel. That's not. That's not very. Yeah, I mean it's like you know, it's like when you walk by trash, you don't have to get in there to know it's bad. You know, <laughs> you walk by an open dumpster, blowing sewer. By all, by all accounts, though, Dane, there there are a number of uh, charming qualities to Miami too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get a taste of say blue collar Miami, but as far as like the scene in Miami goes, it just seems awful. Seems you know like you'd run into Will Smith's kid. You know. Would you consider? Um, would you consider? Uh, Taking a look at Miami, would you consider experiencing it um, with Rick Steves through the back door? What about Anthony Bourdain? Why would that would that be an improvement? Although I'd probably have to eat like some kind of atrocity if I went with him. Yeah. What about uh, say late 1960s Catherine Deneuve? I would go with her to Miami and have a lovely time. Now, would oh, that, that be tough. more about Miami or more about Catherine Deneuve? It would be, you know, more about me giving Catherine Deneuve the uh, most forgettable 30 seconds of her life <laughs> in a Miami hotel room. How does that sound? Is that when you uh, you do that excerpt from um, Abraham Lincoln's Four Score? And, um... Yeah, I mean, I do have a good one-man show about Lincoln, but I was going to juggle. I can... I can probably maintain a good juggle for 30 seconds. Yeah. 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 Maybe you could Three show... Three items now. You could sprint uh, for her, oh, maybe? come on, serious. What's that? Yeah. Whew, what? You could sprint for her, uh, maybe? Uh... Uh, whatever you said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with. Okay. Where, uh, can you give us a status update on your workout right now? Whew, yeah. I have uh, 
uh, let's see, 11 and a half minutes to go, five, uh, let's see, six and a half minutes of low-grade misery to go, yeah, how's this going so far, you think, uh, good radio? It, it's groundbreaking in its way. Yeah, it is, right? Right. Yeah, We're... I just want to, uh, you know, give the readers out there a taste of the good life, and the listeners, I should say. No, I, I get it. Um, yeah. So, Dean, the reason we didn't have a podcast last week um, yeah, right. was because I was in Florida. Yeah. Uh, the state. On we. The state we. Impressive on we. Right. Oh, well, that's two weeks ago, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever, yeah. Uh, last week, You're though. in Florida with Graham, right? Yeah. That's right. Jupiter, Florida. And, in fact, I was. Uh, I spent three days at Roger Dean Stadium, uh, part of uh-huh. which. I, uh, part of which. Or during part of which I was looking at uh, Cardinals prospects. Huh? Um, See the lovely and talented Oscar Tavares. I did, um, yeah. and he he is uh, good at barreling the ball. That's the thing he yeah. does well. Yeah, he squares it up. He does, and that's that's really no lie. At least from the, yeah. you know, uh, five six plate appearances I I saw him take. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that that uh, no, of course that was also Florida. Uh, Florida is. Um, is an interesting place, generally speaking. We've, we've mentioned Miami specifically. Work, yeah. uh, it's interesting, generally speaking. Um, it's full of, at least uh, certainly Jupiter. Um, uh, Jupiter has a number of, um, um, like, plaza, shopping plazas. Oh, not surprising. Uh, it's near the beach. It's near the ocean. Uh, full of senior, uh-huh. has a lot of senior citizens. Good selection of chain restaurants. Yeah, there's also that. That's that's true. Did you see a sizzler? Did, yeah, I did, in fact, I didn't see any sizzlers. Um, yeah. my, my grandfather likes to take me to a place called Duffy's, Duffy's Sports Bar. Oh, nice. Sports. Okay. Yeah, and then to uh, take me to a sports bar and then to chastise, uh, chastise me for drinking beer, which... That sounds like a lovely time. He took issue with the, the degree to which I... Uh, he took a, uh, my affection for beer, I should say. Oh, you should see me. What do you think he'd say about me? I don't think that. I think that he would have little positive to say about. Right. Yeah. About your lifestyle. Well, I mean, he's a. Uh, he's from a more dignified generation. He is the greatest. More generation. courageous and more useful generation. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest generation. Typhus. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Typhus generation. Florida's a strange. Florida's a strange place, though. I know that you. Um, you do not. You have not necessarily submitted any ringing endorsements for it. I'm. I'm curious, though. That that I, it seems as though some of that is is for effect. I'm curious as to what gen, what you think about uh, Florida generally. Uh, just awful, all of it. Yeah. But I don't think that's possible. I don't, I don't think that the entire thing is awful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's awful. It's just, I have no idea why people make it a destination. I mean, you know how I feel about beaches. I hate beaches. Oh, you don't care for beaches, yeah. Do you no, do you no. see do you see that They're some ridiculous. people yeah. some people do like beaches though? And I don't like heat. And uh, you know, uh, and that's what Florida is, part and parcel: heat and beaches. Do you think I don't like? And natural disasters and crocodiles, yeah, alligators, I should say. Yeah. What about the fact that uh, it's possible? To play baseball there at almost any time of year, does that does that appeal to you at any level? I mean, if I had like a helipad at the park, you know, 
that I could be swept into and then out of without getting any of the outlying Florida experience. That'd be great. Do you think the fact that, that you were uh, born and raised in Mississippi colors your opinion yeah. at all? Yeah, right. Yeah. To what? I mean, for- North, North Florida is more like, uh, you know, the Redneck Riviera area is more like uh, Mississippi, which is not an endorsement, but it's what I know. So would you say that yeah. most that most of your feelings about Florida um, are, are are about that that sort of northern panhandle area? Yeah, and I don't like that either. Yeah. You don't like that either, you say? No, no. I mean, I uh, I'd say only Australia is more overrated as a destination. Have you been yeah. to Australia? No, but come on, <laughs> the place is awful. I mean, it's like you know, funnel spiders and oppressive heat. Uh, crocodiles, sharks. No, I mean, yeah. I, I agree. It sounds Trump frightening. But I think that, Irish prisoners. That what, we're, yeah. that what we hear you saying, it maybe has uh, something to do with Florida, but also perhaps more to do with you. No, that's not it at all. It's, I bring only objective facts. I'm all about facts. It's silly. That's what you're about? Yeah. If you read any men's magazine, you'll find that I'm all about facts. Yeah. Oh, because of the the articles about about you in the men's magazines? It's because I have ongoing flood zone coverage of whatever I do in men's magazines. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, Woo, tell you what, you know who pulled me through this? The framers and the founders. That's who got me through this. Yeah. I tell you what. Woo. America, undefeated in wars. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Never lost a war. Do you know that? I don't care to comment on that, Dane. Yeah. Well, we know how you feel about the troops, so maybe you shouldn't. Um, 20 seconds till I get down to level, leisurely level one, Stooley. Okay. This means my work is mostly done. Yes, it is. <laughs> the feet of Nathan Hale are the ones walking this walk. Oh, boy. I tell you what. I need some s*** right now. No, don't say that. Please don't say that. What? What? You can't handle truth? You don't like truth? No, I not... You don't know, real talk? I thought we were in a real talk segment. No, this... We don't... We have stopped doing the real talk segment with you, Dane. Oh, okay. Because the talk... Well, this would, this would fall under brass tacks, too. No, Dane, anything that... Anything that forces you to say the disgusting things yeah. that yeah. have come out of your mouth at different points, we've cut that out yeah. of... We don't... Hi, hi. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you I care? The kids would call you a player hater. Yeah, Dane. Um, yeah. With um, uh, the advent or sort of opening day number two um, upon us here, do you have any sort of a Dane Perry type game preview that you'd like to offer the the listeners? I look forward to watching Josh Johnson. I think the Marlins will win. Because Josh well, Johnson, arm of Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson, when healthy, is is uh, what top top ten pitcher. Oh, easily, right? He's like what sub three career ERA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to uh, use a if you want to use a, a stat like ERA, that's fine. Yeah, sometimes I do. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, I noticed, and I, I'm sure other uh, listeners have noticed that Kyle Loesch, right-hander Kyle Loesch, yes, uh, who at points has been, I think, if I'm not mistaken, removed from the Cardinals rotation, is actually starting the game tonight for the Cardinals. Would you care to to shed any light on why that's happening? 
That is a, a bit of a contrivance so that Adam Wainwright can start the home opener. Uh, and of course, Chris Carpenter is injured. So, uh, no, Carl, Kyle Loesch is not the Cardinals ace. I would alert the listener and the potential viewer tonight to uh, uh, observe both of Kyle Loesch's arms. I assume this is somewhat of a natural phenomenon for a pitcher, but it's exaggerated in Mr. Loesch's case. His right arm, his throwing arm, is Popeye-ish, while his left arm is Sestulian. <laughs> it is a study in contrasts, and I would urge the viewer to take notice. You know, actually, interesting that you say that. Um, I understand what you mean. But uh, curiously, Popeye's arm is a study in contrast itself, because you notice he has a giant forearm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that That's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But he's not necessarily working with a, with a very large... Certainly, it co- uh, comes down to a very small point at his elbow, and I'm not even sure that his bicep is that strong, is it? I would have to look. I would say that uh, his uh, lifting mechanics transfer all of the work onto the forearm, right. so his biceps is you know, scarcely even necessary, Right. in my professional opinion. Yeah, so, so Kyle Loesch uh, becomes, I don't know, the... The starter in name only, the opening day starter in name only, we're saying. I would say the uh, he is being resorted to. How about that? Because if 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 Chris Carpenter is healthy, um, then Kyle Loesch is probably at best the fourth best starter on the team. Right, yeah, he's definitely the fourth guy behind, you know, Carpenter, Wainwright, Garcia. But, of course, you know, they've talked all about limiting Wainwright's innings this season, so... You know, I assume he's going to have a short leash and maybe uh, have some starts skipped from off days and that sort of thing, which, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Now, what is your uh, – how do you plan on, on viewing tonight's game? Viewing it? Yeah. On do the you, television? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Are you, I mean, do you have, a, do you have a, an opening day ritual or is it just time to, time to start, time to break up? Yeah, you know, I, I – although my beloved team is playing – Tonight against a uh, uh, you know suddenly very interesting Marlins team. I uh, it just you know I don't I don't like the opening night before opening day thing. I'm an opening day purist, and I wish they would have kept it that way. So tomorrow is going to be opening day to me. Well, I I mean it, and I'm sure that I've said this before, but I, I'm willing to say it again. I have no doubt. The um the the appeal to me of baseball is the fact that it is it is uh, ubiquitous. When the baseball season starts, baseball is ubiquitous. It's it's a daily event, and and it it doesn't necessarily, although it's certainly in cases like last uh, last year's World Series and Game 162, um, the various Game 162s, those yeah. are those are interesting. But it's it's generally it's generally not a game that lends itself to sort of being placed under a microscope from a, from a viewing standpoint. For me, right, for me, yeah. the rush of games, the multitude of games, is the is the real pleasant thing. It's not a sports bar destination sport. No, or but no, but if you're watching at a sports bar, what's what's real nice is having like four different games on. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I would rather have control of the remote and flip back and forth at my leisure. Okay. You know the uh, the, the four things at once thing kind of overwhelms me as an older gentleman, so I. Uh, Prefer just to flip back and forth. You are. That's true. You are an older. Well, we talked about it. You were probably at an age when 
you're at risk for cardiac arrest or some other sort of, um, you know, like life-threatening, life-threatening attack. Yeah, tertiary syphilis. Yeah. What is tertiary syphilis? Uh, advanced syphilis. Oh, okay. So like third, third stage, yeah. When you're oozing and crazy, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, like Tolstoy. I don't know, did he have syphilis? It sounds like he should have. Yeah, maybe Nietzsche? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, that's when, uh, there's that... obviously Lincoln, you know. (laughs) (sighs) No, I believe the troops, according to you, all have syphilis, which you were saying last week. Yeah, no, I think, um... I would have invited you to, to stop um, making those uh, paraphrastic references to uh, me and the troops, or any of the yeah. any of the sort of things you do where you invoke the fact that that I, I hate will RSVP that invitation and write on the back of it. Why don't you stop saying those things and maybe I'll stop referencing them? Yeah, I would like to make it very clear to the audience that uh, I have no problems with the troops. I have no problems with uh, people of faith, uh, generally speaking, large populations of them. And I think there's one other one where you've you've done that before. And I would just say to the audience, you should hear what he says about troops of faith. <laughs> no, no, no. Really... I think another one was uh, my um, my support uh, tacit or explicit for Al Qaeda. I think you made you might have suggested something to that effect. Well, you know the uh, the diaries in the basement didn't write themselves. You know. Um. Let's uh, maybe maybe Dana. I was thinking one thing we could do together because um, even now that you have started on at uh, uh, CBS Sports Ion Baseball, um, CBSSports.com Ion Baseball, correct? Right, you're a couple weeks into that. Uh, the it, destination for baseball fans. Maybe a secondary one for <laughs> for FanGraphs readers. Oh, why don't we compare paychecks? And I'll tell you who's secondary. <laughs> <laughs> we could. Um, we could review. Uh, we could do a sort of knock graphs. We can review. Th- thought I, I thought, or you know, maybe not I entirely. Think that's an outstanding idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. We. Uh, How about next week, or we actually do this now? Well, we just just briefly. I thought, but but I think that could be an interesting thing because you refuse you refuse to know what's going on in baseball, and yet at the same time you do you do generally find, and so do our, a number of our writers find interesting things uh, to say about it. Um, you know, I actually do. Know what's going on now? Oh, you do. Well, being that I, you know, kind of have to do it for a living now, so yeah. Well, do you have? Is there any news that is? I don't, uh, I don't have anything interesting to say, but. Okay, but you do know. You do just, know the baseline. I'll just let you know there's a baseline awareness there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was wondering a story that I, I've covered ad nauseum um, to the degree that it's possible on the podcast is the the starting shortstop situation in Atlanta. Uh-huh. That was one be, uh, that was of interest to me because. Um, Andre Ottil Simmons' uh, defense, you know, is probably however many runs above average or shortstop now, like you know, somewhere between. We have an adequate sample. Well, I mean, just looking at what he what he can do in the field and the scouting reports, yeah. and also just what we know from his minor league record, it, you know, it, it's probably he's probably at least a plus ten glove at shortstop right now, which oh, a plus old, ten. Old statements are silly. Hmm, I mean, I, I, maybe it is. I, you know, to me, it's, it's not, but. If he's a if he's a ten if he's a plus ten glove at shortstop, uh, even if he's a replacement level if, at replacement level at the bat, that's still close to league average. Um, and and of course we uh, we saw Andrelton Simmons sent down. Um, um, did you did you have any particular takes? Did, did you assume the entire time that Pastor Nicky Tyler Pastor Nicky would would get this the starting job? 
Say that again. I was looking at the internet. Would, did you assume the, the entire time that uh, Tyler Pasnicki would get the, the starting shortstop job for the for the Braves? Uh, reading the tea leaves, that's what I assumed. But uh, you know, what do I know? I don't know. What uh, what yeah. do you know? You said you were. I, 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 I don't have anything to say about this. That's what I'm trying to get at. Oh okay. All right. Yeah, I think you've covered it. Yeah. I think that's uh, yes. I actually that's the best possible answer you could give. I have nothing yeah. to say. Of note. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. I feel very comfortable with you saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, yeah. I got it from outside the box. Yeah, not right now though, but we'll open it later. Yeah. Not right now. Talk to my son. Okay, back off. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. No, it's a uh, it's a paint sprayer. It's not for you. Now it looks like uh, it looks like one thing that that caught your attention um, over uh, or recently was um, uh, some book reviews, select yeah. reviews of changing the game, a a bodice ripper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is a uh, a uh, sexy romance. Yeah, sexy baseball romance. How'd you come upon that? Uh, I actually googled baseball gorgeous, uh, just because I randomly like to. Tag a term into baseball and see what turns up. Have we talked about this on the podcast? That, that practice, especially as gen, as a as a uh, genitor, a, a generator. I don't. I don't know that we have the it's genesis of how, about how what percentage of your knockout supposed do you think it produces? Twenty, uh, maybe twenty percent. So you will start with a Google. You will start with baseball and then a Google word. Yeah, I'll put in baseball and then I'll put like you know, uh, you know, and then just a. Uh, Another, uh, you know, another term that I think uh, might turn up something interesting. Mm-hmm. That's why. No, it's for dad. What is it? It's a paint gun, paint sprayer. I don't know. I'll look at it in a second. Just one second. What do Talk you? Uh, back off. Now you found some of these. Uh, these. Do you, do you have a sense of what this book, Changing the Game, is about? Say it again. This book, Changing the Game, it it it, it features. I know it's not you, but it's someone who's dressed. I think you approve of this gentleman's um, dress because he's uh, shirtless and wearing what appear to be uh, blue yep. jeans. Yeah, American blue jeans. That's the kind of body that a uh, vigorous treadmill workout will give you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to proving that to you later. No, don't, please. Yeah? Okay. No. We yeah, have that, s- is a, that is a handsome young baseball player. Handsome young American baseball player mm-hmm. who is sexy and, according to reviews, quite accomplished in the bedroom, in the boudoir. Yeah, that's true. Theater uh, of boudoirs. Now there there appear to be. Uh, now you you of course uh, selected some reviews of the book, and those are actual reviews until the final one. Yeah. Right. I know. The. Yeah. It is. It it, it appears as though people. Um, uh, although they're not necessarily always very articulated about it, but they do have definite thoughts about what a novel like this should be. We should say this is a sort of novel that could be characterized. As a, is this an erotic novel proper, or is it sort of a, a is there like a, a bodice ripper? Is that what you would call it? I, I, I guess I would call it an erotic novel. Bodice right. ripper seems, uh, oh, I don't know, period piece to me. Right. There, there have to be bodices present. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no, the, it appears as though people have real thoughts on this book. They do. Like, they do. To, like they have, they have. Kind of well-defined criteria for what a novel of There's this short. There's a set of assumptions that come along with a book like this. 
Right, so, yeah, and there, and there are like real thoughts. Comes along, I should say, bad subject verb agreement on there. But go ahead. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Um, right, there, there was a lot of discussion about the sex scenes. Yeah, yeah, as mm-hmm. one would expect, right? The sex parts were uh, were my favorite. <laughs> That's one review. <laughs> um, the sex scenes were incredible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, however, there is one. Uh, so, it, what, uh, well, what further review? I think this is a positive review. It says sex, uh, yeah. sex, 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 sex. That's a five-word review from Kelly S. Yeah. Uh, but and uh, yeah, I mean, but there is a there is a school marm presence on there as well. Which, from Some from your impression, buddy. did it seem as though? Yeah. The, the, it seems as though the majority of the um, the reviews are written by women. Would you say? I, I would say that's uh, wholly accurate. Have you known? Have you ever? Uh, have you ever known a woman who was a connoisseur of this sort of literature? You know, I have not actually. Uh, I've certainly seen them being read in the public square, but uh, I have not known anyone personally who reads that stuff. You mean like on what? Like on the? Uh, yeah, like on the bus or the park or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's. It seems to me like, uh, for me, if there were, you know, essentially the equivalent of this, uh, one probably directed more at at a man than a woman. I I would I would not necessarily feel comfortable reading that in public. Uh, probably for a number of reasons because I would probably, um, as someone who considers himself. Um, Part of the sophisticated classes, I would worry about uh-huh. how it might. Um, and this is this is a. I should say this is not a feeling about which I'm proud, but I would worry about um, how I, it would look to people. But secondly, I would be worried about um, anatomical ch- anatomical. <laughs> um, you would worry about an enthusiastic response. Yeah, right. Well, this is not something you can read, you know, in sweatpants in public, you know. Uh, yeah. Right, and, and I, I suppose yeah. for women have an advantage in that way. Um, yeah. But and now, if you were to characterize the demographic at which this novel is pointed, what would you what would you say? Uh, people who would read D. H. Lawrence had they gone to college. Oh right, because D. H. Lawrence is that, is that erotic novels for is a, May I call him a dirty birdie? Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. call. Him. Yeah, okay, call him then that. I shall. Yeah. Hey, you know, I tried to read a book about D.H. Lawrence one time. I read half of it. Yeah. I think you might like that book, Out of Sheer Rage, Jeffrey Dyer. Okay. Are you familiar with it? I am not. Oh, it's sort of like um, uh, a self-sexual study. No, it's a sort of a self-aware personal narrative about um, trying to track down. um, It it was originally an attempt by Jeffrey Dyer, who I think is an accomplished uh, British prose prose aist. Okay. Um, pro stylus who um, is it is it starts off to attempting to write a more academically oriented scholarly mm-hmm. oriented uh, book about D.H. Okay. Lawrence but finds that it's impossible not to sort of also include um, his own personal sort of interactions with the with the work and it probably helps the book for for that reason is there a uh, exhaustive study of his dirty birdiness uh no but I think it's i mean it's acknowledged, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I only know. Uh, Lady, Lady Chatterley's lover gave me a boner at several points. Uh, he, okay. So, well, I mean, you, you're the one who kind of in, invoked this dilemma earlier. So I would. 
Yeah, I felt like I had maybe uh, like a slightly um, more tasteful way of putting it. Uh, I would call it cowardly, but whatever. No, I think that people enjoy it when you sort of just make a reference to it, but you don't actually... Yeah, you're one of these who would be on there reviewing this book as being too dirty. You're one of these school mom reviewers instead of the sex, sex, sex girl. <laughs> I don't think that... But is it... I don't think it's fair to... to to say that a book like this would be too dirty because it's it's an erotic novel. You know it's you know what you're getting when you buy it. Curiously, Maybe you though, should talk to Cameron about this. Did you, you see? Know, I don't know. Did you see the Did you see the authoress of the book? Uh, I did see the picture. Yeah. 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 Not, I don't. I don't have anything to say about that. No. Do you get? I would say. I would. I would say she's approximately a 50 year old, 55 year old woman. Does that seem fair? Yeah. Do you think that? Birdie. Do you, th- do you think that? That that's the demographic of which this, for which this book is intended. She's actually D. H. Lawrence's granddaughter. Okay. Interestingly enough. No. What? That's not interesting. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would. I would. I, I would guess it spans quite a quite an age range. Okay. You know, you know thirty to sixty, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so. uh, departing from that immediately, uh, with absolutely nothing <laughs> in the way of segue. <laughs> you. Um, you made a you made a gif. You submitted uh, to to the electronic pages of Knockgrass a gif of the SoftBank Hawks dog. I, I would say I submitted a gif, but go ahead. Oh right. Uh, uh, this is from uh, Summer Ann Burton wrote about that. You but you isolated merely a. Uh, could you maybe you describe it because uh, you, you have a, an attachment to it certainly. I, I you know I believe it was actually one one no like less than a, a full second. A footage like .85 or something like that. So yeah, it was uh, the very end of the SoftBank Hawks commercial, which was a lovely commercial and uh, lifted the heart and spirit. And uh, as someone who very much prefers dogs to humans, I was uh, taken by the uh, SoftBank's Hawk dog at the uh, at the end of it, and I decided to uh, uh, pay homage to the young pup uh, with a GIF. And what do you what is the what does that dog mean to you? Uh, the promise of salvation, not that's, uh, that promise of salvation will not be realized, but it is there to be glimpsed and admired and strived for, but it will not, it will not be fulfilled. But it is there, you know, to sort of push you along on the journey toward the end. But is it, I mean, at some level, don't you think the promise of salvation is, is salvation itself? Well, no. You don't think I, that? I mean, you know, there is the overarching reality that, you know, all of this is for naught, but... The soft-baked hawk dog is there to, you know, nudge you along and say, look, look at, look at my joyous existence. You too can have this. And then he whispers out of the side of his mouth, you cannot, but try, you know. Yeah. What do you, um, yeah, I'm looking at the dog right now. It's a bit mesmerizing to look at, I guess. It is, right? Yeah. And I, there's, there's like a little ghost or something, a spectral presence that kind of flashes in front of him just for a millisecond. Yeah, yeah, I see that too. And I assume that somewhere, you know, someone died at that instant, you know. You say you get along with dogs better than humans? I mean, I, I don't know that they, I don't know how they feel about me, but I, I generally prefer them to humans. Why is that? Myself. Yeah. Huh? Do they have, they have a higher floor in terms of their conduct than humans do? <laughs> yes, they do. They may like the ceiling, but they have a higher floor. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are, they are, are you know... They are Mike Leake to our Homer Bailey, you know, I don't know, something like that. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Well, and that's an actual yeah. baseball reference you just made. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. Now, uh, for example, who would who would you say uh, when you when you've discussed your um, your literary references um, or uh, whilst on the treadmill uh, announced ejaculated even your uh, the you know you the great Americans who inspire you. Um, yes. Uh, you know, moment to moment of your waking Nathan life. Nathan Hale, primarily. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Henry, you've invoked his name. Patrick Henry yeah. invented the machine gun. Yeah. Right, with some frequency. The yeah. um, um, who 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 would you say? I mean, besides those names, uh, are are people people humans now who um, who have um, convinced you, if only but for a moment, that life is not uh, meaningless. I and mean, what are what are the people? Who are the people who have created this for you that keep you going? Glenn Beck. Um, no, Dane, that is not true. I know that's not true. Yeah, he's got those adorable pink cheeks. Stop, do, you, Dane. You know? No, can we what? just be real for a second? I'm curious. Okay. Oh, oh, real talk is back. Sweet. Um, let's see. I don't know. You you actually you want me to actually point to someone I find inspiring? Yeah, do that because what I'm curious about. Is I guess where is the ceiling for humans? The ceiling for humans. Because typically, because because the ceiling is probably higher than the dog ceiling, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, Saint Francis of Assisi seems like a lovely guy. You yeah. re- you really care for Saint Francis of Assisi? I do. Yeah. yeah. W- what about him yeah. in particular? He walked the walk. You know, had uh, had family money at his disposal, but he disavowed it, and uh, you know. Uh, what went blind from prayer, pretty much, and uh, loved animals and roamed around and was nice to people. Yeah. More than nice, I'd say. Probably deeply compassionate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was, uh, you know, trying to save, save words here. No, I get it. I get it. So, yeah. so that's a, that's a sort of person who, if not necessarily every second, you could look to and say, um, that is a, that is a character that has made me more optimistic. About well, him. let's not bring my rotten self into this. No, 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 uh, but th- but that has somehow yeah. his presence. Um, his, well, it's his, more like it's more like I can look upon him and say, "Wow, I could never ever do anything like that." Yeah. So it's not like you know, I, today I will try to be more like Saint Francis. No, no, it's more like whoa. It's like you know, watching uh, watching uh, Giancarlo Stanton hit a home run. Wow, that's uh, look at that. Not in a million years. It's more like that. Right, but that's interesting you mentioned that because. Um, uh, because that is a feeling that that I know I get occasionally as and in fact Jerry Carlos Stanton's not a bad example of you you had there are moments uh, that you can isolate moments of transcendence uh, in the sport of baseball um, yes you can where where you are somehow yeah you are somehow transcendent you are moved um, by human potential and as we know in Nodgrass the GIF was created to capture transcendence it was yeah. Yeah, it yeah. actually is. It's pretty effective to that end, don't you think? It is. Yeah, it's sort of like a transcendence machine. Yeah. Um, I might have, maybe have said this too before. I, there's only so many things I I know to say, but um, a poet with uh, who, whose work I I cared about and uh, with whom I actually was able to study is uh, named Kenneth Coke. Um, I have actually heard the name. You've heard his name, and in fact, Summerann Burton, um, who, who is one of our great contributors to Notcrafts, she has a personal blog called Crazier Than Shirt Tales, which is actually a reference to a Kenneth Coke poem. Ah, um, interesting. Curiously, though, he said that. Um, is it Coke? K O C H. It is. Yeah, he said okay, that. Yeah, his, I know what you're talking about. He said that he wanted his poems, if, when they were at their best, he wanted them to be like if you were flipping through the channels, 
and like you saw like the thir- the best 30 seconds of a movie you know like oh, okay. like the sort of yeah. he- heroic um, yeah. or those moments that you say like right at the at the peak of climax in a film he wanted them to be moving that in that way and but without um, you know because if you if you get to those you don't necessarily need to see the build up because it's uh, somehow implied yeah i uh that is a uh that is sort of an all encompassing literary philosophy there yeah i like right. that yeah. yeah okay which is what we at notcrafts do on a daily basis i think this might be good you know dane sometimes i do feel quite a bit of anxiety um both because you you have a tendency to misbehave in ways that threaten my employment and so i don't <laughs> And and it also just makes me feel uncomfortable. And so I've I so but I find that um I find that if we can channel your energies, your mm-hmm. su- substantial energies, um, uh-huh. much in the way that, for example, uh, uh, now in season four of The Wire, which I'm watching, I uh-huh. see uh, Colvin. Do you know Colvin? He, Who is Colvin? Colvin was remember. the uh, the ex uh, police major. Is this the, uh, is this the public schools uh, uh, season? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. The way I see him try to channel the energies of street corner kid, of corner kid, name right. on Bryce. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? The kid with the ponytail? Yes, I do. He tries to channel the raw energies of name on Bryce, who can occasionally be good. Right, uh, yeah. I feel as though it's my responsibility to Colvin you. Uh-huh. Um, to, so I get you to a place where you go back to the classroom without disturbing it. <laughs> you know? But I feel like if... When I appeal to your best qualities, you you, know, you really you produce great work. Does that make you feel good? I, I want to say that uh, I will caution you that the rehabilitative process is a long and arduous one. Yeah, and it's true. I, that's not even to consider your your yeah. home and family life, all, all of yeah, which I'd be yeah. dealing with. And uh, this uh, this this. This Mustang of the Hills is not easily broken. Right. But I like I like what we've done here, Dan. I think with this conversation, except for the beginning parts, um, so that we began like 25 are minutes. Are suggesting the treadmill part wasn't good radio? No, I think it was. I think it was very inspired. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, are you doing okay, by the way? Uh, you know, I, I'm... I'm you know, if I could bottle the way I feel right now and slather it all over you, you would have a good day. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. <laughs> you don't? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, speaking of workouts, do you know what I did? Because uh, 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 you know that I've been working out um, with some frequency since November. Well, you you know you kind of been doing little, little, little runs and stuff. I wouldn't call it working out. But, yeah. Right. But, no, I don't lift American weights. Um, yeah. But as a result, don't. as a result, Dane, of my changing physique and also the uh, vigor yeah. of my workouts, I have uh-huh. uh, I have uh, found myself experiencing some back pain, and it also I think is related uh-huh. okay. uh, past the bad posture, and also to the fact that I do not have a very strong core. I I would recommend some planks, Stooley. Yeah, well, it's what, curiously what I've been uh, so what I did on Monday for the first time, um, and the the listeners should be advised we are seriously devolving. Um, at least you don't way, think the listeners want to hear about our half-assed workouts? No, but I think that the point is that uh, is that baseball is merely. Uh, the entree to our conversations, but it's <laughs> entree to boring personal tales. Well, it's we're 45 minutes in, so you know. Wow. If he or she wants wants to shut it off, then then invited <laughs> to do so. Oh, maybe we should kill us now. But I tried Pilates. Is my point. Okay, that that you know that seems tough. I've never done it, but I have done like 
power yoga, which I think is somewhat similar, and that's that's hard. Yeah. Well, it's for it's actually challenging for a couple of reasons. So I actually went with my wife uh, as sort of like a like a guardian because oh, I was worried. Right. I was worried not only about how poorly I would do it because my core, especially relative, to, I have a long body. You've maybe seen uh, I'm longer than I am wide. But I consider oh, oh, going to resist all the directions I go. Don't, go yeah, don't. Yeah, use your strength. Use your yeah. American strength to prevent yourself yeah. from saying anything. <laughs> Take inhale. Um, but I did badly, but also because I'm uh, I'm as nervous about the gender gap. Um, what does that mean? I was the only gentleman. Oh, I see. Okay. Is what I mean yeah. to say, and I know what you right. would say yeah. as a red-blooded American say, uh, "What's wrong with I'd that say person?" I managed the stoolie on that one. Yeah, but it's not like that at all. It's yeah, not like well, that at all. Um, <laughs> it's frightening. And, Were you scared about getting no? Uh, no, I wasn't scared about that, but I was scared about. Um, um, I was scared about. First of all, our teacher was this um, young woman, just crazy strength. Uh, there were certain moves that she was doing involving like you know like 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 a leg lift and a crunch simultaneously, um, which she was able to sustain ad infinitum, um, but which immediately left me breathless and doubled over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy what she was doing. And I would say that, um, yeah. you know, most everyone in the class was pretty good at keeping up, including my wife. Um, yeah. And I was just, uh, no, it was not even a possibility. Um, was she giving you, like, uh, like these vaguely condescending, like, oh, good job, Carson? No, she, uh, no, and actually she okay. preserved my dignity by, by not even noticing me. Okay, that's the best route. Yeah, she yeah. totally ignored yeah. me. I think she she thought to yeah. herself, "This is very clearly a beginner." Um, but yeah, Pilates yeah. is difficult. It's also it is intimidating. I think for someone of of my gender, which is man. Yeah, it's uh, no, I uh, I am uh, not one to scoff at those kind of workouts because but, I've uh, experienced uh, uh, whatever the word is for I think it's Ashtanga yoga, whatever it's the power yoga, yeah, similar to Pilates, I believe, and it's. Freaking hard. Were you yeah. left in the dirt, left behind? I was, uh, well, it was a DVD, so I mean, I wasn't like in a class or anything. Oh, it was, smart, uh, smart. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Uh, so planks, yeah. You, you do planks to help your core? Planks is an excellent exercise for your core, yeah. Now, there was also one that they did, it was, it was a plank, but you lift up your right arm and your left leg, and then you re, then you do your left arm and your right leg. Right, that's that's a little more of an advanced move to stoolie. I would start off with a simple plank if I were you. Well, I did not uh, survive it, I can tell you that immediately. Yeah. 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 You know, drop down and do a few a day, you know. Yeah, I might yeah. do that. So a yeah. plank is just like, you just support yourself and then you keep your body rigid. Yeah, like, you know... Boy, this is this is good radio right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you, I don't uh, care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm going to have to work in a profanity here at some point just to, you know. Okay, here's how to do a plank, okay? You uh, form, say, like a triangle with your, you know, your fists touching each other and your elbows kind of flared out, you know? Well, your fists touching each other? Yeah, like, like you know, your fists on the ground. But right next to yeah. each other. Yeah, like at a point, yes. Dude, that seems difficult. flared out to where it would form a triangle if there were a, uh, it would form a right triangle if there were a bottom to it. Okay. And then Does you push sense? up that way? Yeah, and then you, then you just kind of position yourself, Ooh. like shoulders over elbows, and lift yourself off the ground, try to keep your hips straight, and just hold it as long as you can. That seems difficult, though, with your arms next to it. Your, what if you, what if you put your hands out to kind of, so they're kind of parallel with your shoulders? Is that, that's easier. Why? What are you doing, bud? No, don't do that. Okay. 
All right. Well, uh, we can we can finish this now. But for the sake of ease, um, would you help me recap what we talked about, just so that we know, so the listener knows too, so that he or she can can relive this. we did a bit of it on the treadmill during which we were talking about uh, mm-hmm. opening day. Um, yeah, correct. You made some spurious comments about Florida as a state. Objective truth. Um, we yeah. talked about Pilates. Yeah. What did we talk about in between? Oh, the uh, soft, the SoftBank Hawks dog. Yes, yeah, we did. Uh, talked about uh, sexy literature. Oh, yeah, erotic literature. Yeah, yeah. Talked about uh, Pilates. Yeah, okay. And then I failed to explain a plank to you. Yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah, you could go to Google, I'm sure, and find out easily. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that by discussing personal workouts, we're really testing what is and what is not possible to be done, what can and cannot be done on an American podcast. This is just, yeah, this is just just beyond stupid. Now, for the title of it, I was thinking something like um, calling the podcast something like uh, Opening Nathan Day. Nathan Hale's Workout America? Uh, um, no, what was it? Nathan Hale's Workout America? No, I was thinking um, huh? Opening Dane Perry. Opening Dane Perry. Do you see? Wow. Yeah, I do see that. I don't think it works, though. Because what does yeah. Opening Dane Perry mean? It, nothing good. Yeah, that's, yeah, cornucopia of miseries right there. Yeah, that's what we call it. Dane Perry's yeah. cornucopia of miseries. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been particularly miserable today. No, you yeah. did a really good job. You really... Uh, no, I mean, I'm in my mood. I don't, I don't, I'm not talking about my performance. No, 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 I understand. That. But your mood, because the last time we did this was miserable. It said, it said vigorous American workouts at American Nathan Hale Treadmill. It did it for me. Dane Perry's vigorous... Dane Perry's American workout. Dane Perry's American Treadmill Workout, Nathan Hale. <laughs> now you're just including SEO, SEO tags. Everyone <laughs> yes. googling Nathan Hale. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, baseball Nathan Hale. You should. That should be your next post. Baseball. <laughs> baseball Nathan Hale. They'll just see a picture of Nathan Hale and a picture of a baseball. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, but it is it is a good day, right, Dane? I mean, it's. Uh, I know that you're not necessarily a big fan of. Opening day, but you, but we've talked. I am a huge fan of opening day. What are you talking no, about? No, no. My point is of of the this opening day, the Wednesday, the Wednesday night baseball opening day. Well, I'm excited about it. Let's not be, you know, it just does. It does. It doesn't feel like opening day to me. Tomorrow will feel like opening day. That's what right. I mean. When you, especially the rush of afternoon games. Yes, that's a gorgeous thing. Do yeah. you have to, Do you have to work for CBS Sports on Thursday? Uh, I am working the afternoon to night shift, so I will be. Uh, Keeping my lidless CBS eye on the night games, and I'll also remind our listeners that there will be like basically an all-day chat going on at Fangraphs. As well, there will be at CBS, which is a higher traffic and hence better site. Fangraphs, your number one source for um, for baseball analysis. CBSSports.com, eye on baseball, the destination for all baseball fans. Yeah, no, I don't think Fangraphs is necessarily the destination for all baseball fans. It is those who are looking for facts or uh, analysis supported by by David. Well, it's also those who wish to aid and abet David Appleman's trafficking empire. No, why did you say that? Because uh, I'm all about objective truths. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about that? You're the one who told me that. How else would I know? All right, Dane. Uh, 
we're going off the rails here, but you did you did pretty good job for most of it. Thanks. All thanks, right. Pop. Uh, thanks yeah. for joining us. We'll stay around for some adult conversation um, uh, after after we bid the listeners adieu. Nathan Hale. All right. That has been uh, Dane Perry. Thank you for joining us, Dane. Thank you. It's Dane Perry. I'm Carson Sestouli. This has been Fangraphs Audio. Mm-hmm.